Today, I have the opportunity to talk with Brent Bartholomew. Brent is the president of Ortho Development Corporation in Draper, Utah, suburb of Salt Lake. I've had the opportunity to know Brent over the past few years. And full disclosure, I am a distributor of Ortho Development as one of the companies I represent. Uh, so welcome, Brent. Thank you, Stu. Good to be yeah. with you. So Brent, as you know, and everybody knows, uh, joint replacement is changing drastically. Cases are being driven from the hospital to ASCs or even in the hospital uh, being done as outpatient procedures. Reimbursement continues to go down. So there's a lot of challenging things happening within joint replacement in orthopedics today. So from your perspective, how do you see a smaller company like ortho development and ortho development specifically fitting into that landscape? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, first of all, thank you again for having me. And um, this is a great opportunity for me to introduce my uh, the company to people that might not know who we are. So I'll take a, just a moment and, and briefly do that. Um, Ortho Development was founded back in 1994. So uh, doing the quick math, it's about 27 years now in business. And we are, uh, as you mentioned, located in the, the Salt Lake City area in Utah. Um, we're a very unique company. We're a um, we, we are a design, manufacturing, and distribution company of orthopedic implants and instruments. Um, our primary focus is hip and knee replacement. And uh, we also do some trauma and some spine uh, design and development and manufacturing for uh, the Japanese market. Um, so speaking of Japan, our company is uh, the majority owned subsidiary of a distribution company in Japan called Japan Medical Dynamic Marketing. And um, they are a publicly traded company in Japan. Uh, Ortho Development is privately held and privately owned by them. And um, yeah, so it's been a fun, fun ride. I've been at the company since February of 1999. So uh, coming up here on almost 23 years early next year. So uh, been quite a ride for me. Uh, my original background was in the finance world. I worked for the Salt Lake City office of Deloitte and this company was one of our clients. So I've absolutely loved uh, orthopedics, um, and it's been a great, uh, great ride for me. Um, so our company, as as we, uh, you know, as, as we've gone about, I guess, making our way in this uh, in this industry, our our um, kind of our calling card has been uh, the ability to uh, be flexible and to be uh, to bring some efficiency to the people that use our our products. Um, from the very beginning, we, we uh, have had the philosophy with our products of something we call evolutionary innovation. And what that means for us is taking the best clinically proven technologies and make, making unique refinements to those. And so we've, we've tried to watch what really works well in the marketplace and, and try and make uh, you know, again, some unique refinements to both implants and instrumentation um, that can lend to uh, more efficiency in the operating room, and, and ultimately, we hope better outcome for uh, the patients. Um, so, to your question, you know, as, as we watch the, uh, the as we watch things shift in the market, um, you know, how do how is ortho development positioning ourselves, and you know, what advantage does a small company bring? And um, I think first and foremost, it would be the the flexibility and the ability for us to partner very directly with. Um, a surgeon with an, an ASC, um, and uh, specifically, we've, we've kind of taken a look at um, basically 
you know, a program that uh, can take our, our implants and our instruments. And um, essentially what we would do is um, help you as an ASC or as a surgeon gain some operational efficiencies. Um, we've uh, partnered with some other third-party companies to uh, offer some pre and interop solutions with enabling technology. Um, we think that uh, one of the things we're working on right now is some patient engagement and satisfaction uh, um, an initiative to, and some, some uh, programs related to that. And then um, ultimately surgeon resources. Uh, some of the surgeons that we've worked with already that are in ASCs, um, the opportunity for you as a surgeon to, um, you know, if, if you're looking at uh, what's it gonna take for me to move my practice and move my, uh, some of my business to an ASC, um, I think that we can put you in touch with some of our surgeons that uh, know firsthand the, you know, what you're taking on here. So, um, yeah, I guess the way we look at uh, our company is, um, you know, we, we don't have, there's not a lot of bureaucracy. Um, right. When you're uh, dealing with our company, uh, you know, we, we, we tend to be the company that will listen and um, we'll, uh, we're, we're willing to be flexible with you, whether that's in the hospital or in the ASC. Um, and uh, we're not afraid to make changes. If there's an instrument that, uh, you know, doesn't quite work well in your hands, uh, we're we're willing to customize and um, ultimately, you know, with that patient outcome in mind, we want you to be satisfied. And um, we don't want the switch between being in a hospital to being in an ASC to be um, anything that would compromise, uh, again, that efficiency or the outcome. Right. And, and I can see that I've seen it firsthand over the past several years um, with, with the quality there. But something that you've mentioned in the past that I think is worth noting is, is since you have a majority shareholder, a Japanese company, that gives you a flexibility that a lot of these other companies that are beholden to their shareholders, you know, that gives you a flexibility that they don't have. Yeah. Can you, can you talk how that is an advantage to perhaps the end user as well? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that uh, uh, we like to emphasize, especially as we're, uh, as a surgeon a distributor, you know, starts looking at carrying our products is that we have been around for 27 years and that we're not, um, our model is that the, the ownership by the Japanese company provides a lot of stability and, and longevity for our company. So uh, I always joke that we've been in business 27 years and we're going to be in business 27 more. And um, I think that that's important. Um, it's also allowed us as a company to um, from the very early days to punch above our weight, if you will, as it relates to the products that we've developed. And, um, you know, compared to some of our other smaller competitors, I think we have uh, really a premium lineup of implants and instruments that stack up very well against any company. Uh, we never uh, will we'll ask anyone to take a step backward as far as technology or, um, you know, in materials or, uh, you know, ultimately we feel like um, our product is on par. Um, we're biased. We think it's a little bit better, but you know, the truth is, is that uh, we've met that bar. And then um, what, what that affiliation with the Japanese company also does for us is that, um, you know, as we see an opportunity to go into an area, um, we, uh, we have some flexibility with, um, yeah, we're not beholden to uh, a public market here in the U.S. and, and shareholders that way. Um, and it allows us to 
really go and aggressively partner with an ASC, um, whether that be you know in pricing or um, in uh, providing them you know whatever the efficiencies that they need uh, in order to uh, make that transition as smooth as possible. Right, and I mean you mentioned something about. Uh... I think you mentioned frustration and frustration is something that I see on a, on a daily basis, almost from even, uh, competitive reps in the industry or surgeon customers who are wanting to take it there. And you touched on that. And I think that's a huge thing is that being someone or a company that has fewer levels of bureaucracy really yeah. allows you to be more agile and nimble to actually address real issues that, that physicians are having. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. So another thing is, uh, just as an example, you guys recently came out with a, a new product launch on a revision knee system. Just tell the audience a little bit about what that means to the company and what that entails with the new balanced knee revision two system. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. So, um, the Balance Knee System uh, is our flagship product. It was um, designed in the late 90s. Uh, we launched it in the year 2000 and um, has been a phenomenally successful product for us. Really has been our flagship. It's driven, driven um, the company's sales uh, for all these years. And um, we, uh, we, in the very early days, we recognized that if we were going to be competitive uh, in the market, we were going to need a revision knee system. And so... Um, by 2003, we had launched the, the first part of the Balanced Knee Revision System. And um, that system did very well, but, uh, oh, I'd say about five years ago, five or six years ago, uh, we recognized that um, there was an opportunity for us to do something special with revisions. And we uh, were watching and looking at the marketplace, and we, we saw um, that you know, there, there basically were two camps out there, one that uh, espoused using sleeves um, for very difficult uh, revision situations and the other that uh, espoused using uh, cones. And, um, and I guess we were audacious enough to say, hey, why not offer both? Right. And um, some people said, oh, you're crazy. You know, that's, that's too much gear to try and um, offer both type of systems. But um, as we worked with our design team um, and our design team was split probably evenly. Some were really in favor of cones, other in favor of sleeves. But um, yeah, I guess the flexibility that we have as a company allowed us to uh, take that big audacious step and say, we're going to offer both. And so we are the first company to offer both cones and sleeves. And ironically enough, um, it's, uh, it's been interesting to watch the guys, especially maybe going back to the design team. Some of the guys that said we would never use sleeves um, you know, these are cone advocates have ended up using sleeves from right. time to time and, and vice versa. And so the interoperative flexibility that is offered with the system is phenomenal. And um, you have the ability to go into a case um, and, um, you know, as the surgeons, as the reps that listen to the podcast know, you know, you never know what you're going to get with a revision. And um, so the system, uh, yeah, we've, we've been now in what we say full market release, full market launch here for um, coming up on a year. It'll be a year in November and the uh, system's been uh, well-received. Uh, we have uh, quite a few users and um, we see that as an area that um, is, is a little bit of a, you know, kind of a specialty niche for us. Um, we also have a, a related product for treating um, infections. 
for a, in a, in a two-stage revision. Um, it's called Chasm, and um, that's also a product that's uh, done very well and opened up some doors for us. Right. And last question, I kind of want to get back to uh, what you termed as evolutionary innovation. And yeah. I know I've heard you talk in, and speak to this in the past, but as a smaller company, you know that there's perhaps a perception on, you know, not having the product offering that other companies have. So again, touch on that. And even I know that ortho development was the first company to offer one millimeter increments and in polys. So what has been your philosophy on really that evolutionary innovation and making significant improvements? Yeah. Going back to the very beginning, again, the, uh, the, the real first significant product that we launched uh, back in the year 2000, this balance knee system, um, you know, the questions were asked. And back at that time, um, there was uh, one of the big issues or, or one of the big concerns that surgeons had was backside wear um, with the poly and um, the locking mechanisms, uh, locking the, the base plates into, or the, uh, the inserts into the base plates. And so um, one of the things that our engineers came up with was a very unique patented uh, locking mechanism, a rail type system, and uh, that virtually eliminated any backside wear. Um, it was tested in Seth Greenwald's lab and um, showed like a 95% reduction in micromotion compared to our next or our closest competitor. So that was a big step. That was, you know, one little example of asking a question, what's, what's a concern right now, you know, with, uh, with these implants and um, I guess it's been gratifying to watch a lot of other companies kind of copy that technology uh, as best they can getting around our patents. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, we also uh, took, again, kind of a, an audacious step in the sense that um, up until that point, um, the polyethylene thicknesses were two or three millimeter jumps. Right. And um, so uh, the surgeons that we were working with on the system uh, were, were uh, adamant and really, um, you know, advocates of balancing and they, they thought that, well, you know, if we can balance with two or three millimeters, what, what, what can we do with one millimeter increments with polyethylene? And, um, you know, initially I'm a finance guy. And so I looked at it and that's a lot more inventory to be right. carrying, but also the recognition that the polyethylene is the least expensive piece to manufacture in that construct. And so we felt like if, if um, you know, basically we thought, hey, this could be advantage for us in the marketplace. And again, um, most all the other companies have now copied and are, are using one millimeter increments in their polyethylene as well. But just now, a couple of small examples of how we've tried to take evolutionary innovation. And each of our products um, through uh, not only the, the knee system, but all of the hip stems and the hip cup that we offer um, also have little similar stories. Right. And I'll add something that, that you left out is that most companies have one millimeter increments for the first four or five sizes where ortho yeah. development has almost doubled that with eight sizes. The first eight sizes, you have one millimeter increments. So yeah, we, we really feel like you can, you can really balance a knee using our implants. Right. Well, Hey Brent, I appreciate the time that you've taken out to, to talk with me. Um, for anybody out there who is interested in connecting with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Yeah, thank you. That's uh, it's a great question. Um, you can go to uh, odev, O-D-E-V.com. And um, right there on the website, there's a, uh, a section about contact us. Um, anyone's also uh, 
feel free to reach out directly to me. Again, this is uh, putting my money where my mouth is um, as, as a company that doesn't believe in a lot of bureaucracy and you got a direct line to the top. Uh, send me an email, brent at odev.com. And uh, we'd be happy to connect with you and have some conversations. All right. Thank you very much, Brent. And uh, we will talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Stu. All right.